Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for round 18, 2015. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man... Boo! <laughs> Don't boo me, Adam. I, I, I no, 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 I thought your nickname was Boomer. And uh, Is that not your nickname? No, not quite. What's not yours? Quite. Um, Cockhead. Well, oh. I, I get called that pretty regularly. Yeah. 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 Um, Adam, uh, let's first off start off by introducing our guest. That is a great idea, Michael. Comedian Cameron Marshall. Michael, Adam, how are you? We're very well, mate. Thanks for having me into uh, Wayne Jackson Studios. I'm just about to write an opinion piece on uh, Adam's booing, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, yep. another, fair enough. I've another, gone too hard to it. You have, yeah. yeah. Another think piece. Um, yeah. Now, can I just start off quickly? If you might have listened to our interview with Jonathan Brown on Thursday, mm. uh, can I just start off by saying, first off, thank you to uh, Belinda from Penguin Books, who helped organise that for us. Um, and thank you for giving us the book as well. Uh, Was it I... wrong for me to hug Brownie after the interview? No, it was completely fine. Yeah. Yeah. He seemed okay with it, didn't he? Completely fine. Yeah. We posed for photos and we kind of had our hands on it for a long time. It was time, a bit wasn't weird, it? wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, she it was taken... Was... Belinda, you took a little bit too long with the photos. We were, we were manhandling <laughs> Brownie. Person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm surprised also, it wasn't a free kick given against us. I want to make it absolutely clear that at the beginning of the uh, podcast, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't nervous. I think my voice was wavering a lot, but I think it might have been, maybe I didn't have air in my lungs or something, but I wasn't nervous at all. Yeah. Brownie, Brownie made, it, made, made us feel at home straight away. He did. He was very... Jeez, he's a good bloke, isn't he? Oh, good bloke. You just want to hang out with him, don't I you? I do. I'm thinking of moving to Brisbane. Yeah. How, how did he approach the interview? Did he kind of run back into the pack and... <laughs> yeah, head first. He's, he's just got no fear. He you just want to be his mate. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's great rock on tour. Yeah. And uh, very amusing and... There's some funny stuff in the book that we couldn't get to, but the, my favourite, and Cam, you've got kids. Yes. Was uh, he's, he, he, loves, he loves to swear, Brownie. He actually... He, I don't think he swore during the potty. Because I think because we were in the radio studio, it must have cl- clicked in his brain that one bit oh, of his brain that still works. Check. Yeah, we did. Didn't yes, we, we did. Yeah. Oh, we, had to prove our, we had to prove our toughness yeah, in front of sure. Brownie. <laughs> um, but as a kid, what, what was that thing about his, uh, something about the truck was uh, broken? The truck's fucked. The yeah. truck's fucked. And he learnt that as a three-year-old. <laughs> and so everyone down the footy club with his dad would be like, hey, Jono, what, what's happened to the truck? And he'd be like, the truck's fucked. <laughs> There's a thing in the Herald Sun today. Uh, oh, with Hamish McLaughlin? Hamish McLaughlin was, was interviewing oh, him. And... Um, uh, he was saying how, yeah, asking when he when he learnt to swear and things mm-hmm. like that, and um, his dad had told him off, and you know you've got to stop swearing. If you don't stop swearing, you know there's going to be ramifications, yeah. sort of things. And he swore once too often, and so his dad took all these toys, his Tonka trucks, his bike, and everything away, put him in the back of the Ute, and just dr- drove him down the other side of the farm or something like that. And he rang up his uh, young brownies, rang up his grandma, quite distressed, yep. and grandma said, well, "What's wrong, Jonathan?" And they said. 
oh, they've taken all my fucking tro- toys away from us. I've been swearing. So uh, clearly he didn't learn his lesson. Well, there's another thing in the book, I think, if I remember correctly, where he's in a shop with his mum oh, as yeah. a little kid. And some, there's a lady there who wasn't overly friendly. Yeah. And Jono's gone, oh, she's a sour bitch. Sour bitch. <laughs> yeah. But he's like four or five yeah. in that. Yeah. But he's called it. He's just saying, mate, he's called a spade a spade. That was setting him up for Fox footy. Yeah. I think the main thing we got out of the interview is that I played Dowling Shield, okay? Yeah. You need to get that across. I do keep remembering that. And for our international junk timers, it's uh, it's an under-16 representative uh, representative team of the district teams in cricket. So it goes district, uh, then it goes state, and then it goes national. So basically I played for Australia. Essentially. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. You got carted out of the ground playing for Australia. What I'm trying to say is I'm really good at cricket. Yes. <laughs> they need you now, Michael. Uh, if you yeah, could just get true. over to uh, England, that would be fantastic. Well, yeah. our friend Joe Watson was over there. Oh, at Edgebaston. Over at Edgebaston. Yeah, having, taking, having a beer. Game. Taking in the game, yeah. 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 Get a little bit of, bit of a break. It's be quite fun. Do you, how, what do you reckon the club says? You know, they obviously want him to refresh himself and mm. you go, yep, go away, do what you can. But do, yeah. you, do you reckon they would have just set, seen him having a beer at the, at the cricket and just gone, oh, God, that's not, it's not a great look or... Do you reckon they go? Ah, oh, it's just he's just having a beer at the cricket. That's okay. I think you're allowed to have a have a beer at the cricket. I have think a frothy. Okay. Have a frothy. Yeah. yeah. He's he's earned a beer. Mm. I think, Joe. Yeah. I think I think that's the take his mind off. Yeah, exactly. I think he should be here supporting his club. I think he'd probably be drinking Fosters too. Like oh. I reckon he probably would be. Like just by the fact that would be on offer over there. No, if you're over there, you'd be on like the Carling or the Red Stripe. Oh, he's, back, so, yeah. he's backpacking. Yeah, you've got to yeah, do it cheap. True, true, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't lash out on Foster's. <laughs> yeah, he's going to go down to the. It was the church, that the big nightclub in London that all the Australians would go to. Oh, maybe was something called the church. Was that? Yeah. In, oh, was that in um, uh, Hammersmith? Was no, it around maybe, there? Maybe. What do they call? What's the uh, King King Earl's Court? Earl's, Earl's Court. Court. Yeah. Yeah. Court. Bush. Yeah. 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 All hanging around there. Yeah. Now, Cam, thanks for coming in. I know uh, you're a massive North Melbourne. I fan. am. Yes, I'm a, I'm a Roo boy. Yep. How did you get into the, why the Roos? Uh, I just chose the ruse. Uh, if I was so to no f- family connection. No, 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 none at all. If I was to follow family uh, lineage, I'd be a Carlton supporter. But um, that didn't get passed on to me. Mm. I think that's yeah. But uh, I guess when you were growing up, the Kangas were pretty successful. In yeah, the- well, I think I got on at a good time. So I would. I, I'd, have very vague recollections of the 75 grand final. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I reckon that's when I started following then, when in the 70s, when we we're good. I can definitely remember the 77 draw. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, good memories of uh, And did you go to the uh, grand finals in the 90s? 96 and 99, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't mention... 97. Yeah, yeah, you don't remember... No, no, don't You don't remember 76 and 78? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I've forgotten those ones too. No, no. Just the four. That's all I've got to remember. Yeah. So you would have been in Arden Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. What are your memories of that? I actually don't think I ever went to Arden Street myself. He has a genuine fear of elephants now because he was there that day and an elephant came charging down the wing. Because you look at it now, the remnants of it uh, are still there a little bit, but it's not so much. Oh, there's... The Oval, I think, is yeah. the only remnant yeah. of what's yeah. there now. They've pulled down the old grandstand. Yeah, yeah, the Arden Street's great. I mean, I have memories. And it's similar to, you know, we used to go to um, the Western Oval around that same sort of era when they'd do the walk around the boundary with the blanket and you'd yeah. throw, oh, you'd throw, the, throw the coins, coins. in as oh. the donation. That's... <laughs> How were those people not wearing helmets? That, that no just idea. became a cross between donation and maiming. Yeah. It's just... Because people, you wanted to donate 50 cents so you could scone someone. Like, what a crazy way. How much money would have ended up on the ground? And didn't they just think of having a bucket at the gate or something? 
What? Why? Who came up with I that concept? So for, so for those of you who have no idea what we're talking about, basically, I think it was the Salvation Army. Yeah, would, yeah. Would do a lap of the of the ground yeah. at halftime or pre-match? Halftime, I think half-time, it was. Halftime, yeah. carrying a big blanket, like a big woolen grey blanket. Grey. Had to be grey. Had to be grey. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's, we didn't have any dyes back then. No. <laughs> um, and people would lob coins in. So basically... It's either the first four rows are going to be gentle and just go. Yeah, just here's here's fifty five, here's fifty cents. Yep, go get yourself a buy yourself a house. It's a lot but of you, money in those yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, it was very it was, it was Footscray. You could buy yeah. two houses. If you're in the double letters up the back, well, you had to thing. give it a bit of velocity. How many people are wearing them in the back of the head? So if you're piffing, like if you're at Waverley VFL Park, if you're piffing from the top row, the <laughs> Kenneth Luke stand, <laughs> well, the boundary's fifty metres wide at Waverley, so well, you're yeah. never going to get so a then chance. Then you a good arm on you, don't you? <laughs> yeah, that's quite incredible. I, I, love, I love that nostalgic stuff where they just do, used to do things and you go, imagine trying to do that now, just copping yeah. a, 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 just kids walking around the boundaries, copping $2 coins mm. in the face. I mean, I, I want to bring that back. Yeah. It's OH&S. Or that, that's, that's the issue. It's a Sydney bolt in the, in the ground all over again if you do it now. So if you were there as a little kid, do you remember Barassi giving a spray? Could you hear him from the, from the boundary? Oh, I don't know about... Yeah, no, I don't have well, much you do recollections more of, the of Barassi. Yeah, yeah, more 80s yeah. and 90s, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, because we were living in Macedon at the time, in the 70s. So, yep. yeah, it was a bit more 80s and 90s. Uh, remember going to the G in about 84 or something, I think it might mm-hmm. have been, for a, when North and Hawthorne drew, sitting in the old southern stand there. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. way back in the day. I, I went to North Melbourne's uh, the, the first ever night match that North oh, played yeah, in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that the MCG? I reckon it was probably 1985. Yeah. And uh, maybe they played Collingwood. I think and, they did um, play Collingwood, yeah. I remember getting home uh, that night. So we must have got home pretty late. And mum saying, oh, did you see, like, it was almost riots sort of scenes because people couldn't get into the ground. And we're like, no, didn't see any of that. Huh. We just was that, it was that full? Uh, I think just because they weren't expecting that many people to arrive. Yep. And didn't so they just hadn't guys. planned for it. Yep. That wasn't, we fine. That wasn't the, uh, the first. I can't remember if it was that first match where they played the night. Uh, game, but there was a lead up into a North Melbourne night match where in the Herald Sun there was a press advertisement, and this is relevant to what's happening now, where they had Jim and Phil Cracker, yep. and the headline was, come and see some black magic. That's oh, wow. how long ago it was. That's like, incredible. You know, yeah, unbelievable. And I actually, I went to the first uh, night final as well, which I think was between Carlton and Essendon in, I'm going to say, 93 the qualifying final, which Carlton won by about two points. I went to that match as well. Yeah. I remember that. So that was the first ever night final. I remember there was a very attractive lady doing the goal umpiring in the Little League. <laughs> <laughs> My friends and I were there. A bit disparate back then, were you, mate? Very attractive, that lady. Yep. I wonder where she is now. Give us, give us an email. Yep. Send us a tweet. <laughs> so you were there So you were there in 96 and 99. 96 and 99. I went yep. to 97 as well, unfortunately. But mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So, uh, so who would be your, your idol in that? Era. Ah, uh, look, duck? it's it's hard to yeah, it's hard to go past Wayne yeah. Carey. But we had a, we had a great team in the nineties. You know, we had a really really good team. Yeah, so you know, you sort of had Dark, you had Glenn Archer, mm-hmm. Anthony Stevens, um, you know, even players Schwatter. Yeah, yeah. Mickey Fridge Martin. Roberts, John Blakey, Anthony yeah, you Rock. Batted, you batted quite deep. Yeah, you? yeah, it was a good, very good team. Mm. Yeah, yeah, not many fringe players. Um, horse. Yes. Don't forget the horse. Uh, so let me. Uh, Talk about uh, yesterday's coverage, Adam. Mm. Uh, did you watch Press Red for Ed? I didn't see Press Red for Ed. Was it ex- as exciting? Are we getting over? Press I really Red enjoy it. I mean, I, I don't know why they don't do it for more teams. Who was he in the box with? He had Dykes. He had Strawny slash Peter Hellier. Uh-huh. Uh, Tony Shaw. Oh, yeah. And uh, and one thing I actually noticed is that um, 
it's good it's best when they are actual commentators or they can commentate. Yeah. Because I think they did the Richmond one and well, KB was going to carry the load. Yeah. But it does work best if you've got people that can actually call the game properly. Because you can't constantly, you can't just talk about the game for two hours. No, you actually need you to need follow to, what's going yeah, on. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was quite... Um, well, Carlton had Jenny Pratt in the box. That was weird. <laughs> Press red for Jenny. <laughs> and, uh, but they... Um, they at the end because they weren't happy by the end of it, and give us well, a bit so of, that's a, that's the other thing. About three quarter time, they wouldn't. None of them would want to be there. No, no, it was a bit of a kind of blow out by the yeah. end of it, and uh, and they weren't very happy. But also, um, the siren went, and they literally all stood up and just walked out of shot. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, there was no. Okay, thanks for joining us. Literally, siren Let's went. The shit. Headphones off straight away, <laughs> <laughs> and they kind of wander off. Um, but I, I so wish they could do it more often for um, all the clubs. Press red for GWS. Yeah, GWS. Get um, Mel Doyle in there. She's the face of, she's the celebrity face of um, there you go. GWS. Get, get her sheets in there. back. What about if you press red for the Gold Coast? You have Carmichael Hunt. Yep, yep. Who knows where he's been? <laughs> so hopefully it's a Sunday twilight game. So he's just rocked up. Yep. Yeah. When's the last time you went to bed? Uh, <laughs> I think it'd be fantastic. Yeah. Um, other news: Mickey Malthouse. I think... Um, Threw his hat in the ring. Yeah, I think people are ready for him to coach again. Yeah. Yeah. He said he'd never do it. But it's just burning inside him, Michael. It's, you know what's burning inside him is to ruin another club. They, yeah. <laughs> is they, to do a scorched earth policy on the way out. They put to him, I think it was on radio, they put to him... Would Five you double be, A, mate. He's got a contract, oh, yeah. so he's on there Would you be week. at all interested in the Adelaide job? Yep. And he said, the fire's still burning, yeah. He's like, bang, mm. start the fire. Uh, fire is rising. But, he, um, <laughs> but uh, then he talked about it with his wife... Who, Nanette. Yes, yes. <laughs> familiar with her. And he said... Oh, you wouldn't want to live in Adelaide, would yeah. you, Nana? And she went, well, I don't have to live there. You're yeah. going to have to live there. You know what she's saying? She wants to break up. Well, he's got to pick up the... He's got to read between the lines there. I think it's over. Is their relationship strong enough to survive a long-distance commitment cool. like that? I mean, they've be been able to get, through... They've been through a lot. I mean, it'd they've be pretty rock-solid now. Yeah, they've been through, through, yeah, now, yeah, they've been through what, 718 games yeah. or something? Are we looking at the end for Mr. and Mrs. McMulthouse? I think we are. <laughs> I think uh, she's basically... I mean, she said it. Now, I she, you, she, you she's been getting quite upset quite easily of late. Like, yeah. you know, those, those, those last Actually, press conferences. Teary. Hmm. Nanette's upset. Yep. We shouldn't have to deal with this in public. So yeah. it may be. <laughs> I saw her on Tinder. No, I don't know if that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> and mixed name is released on <laughs> ashleymadison.com. Yeah. Did you swipe left or right, Michael? That is a question yeah, that needs to right. be answered. <laughs> it's like, which one are you in all these premiership photos? <laughs> Well, you talk about press conference there, Adam. You had a bit of a bugbear yourself. It annoys me. I actually watched a couple of the press conferences, including Hawthorne's one from Friday night mm-hmm. and John Barker after the Carlton loss last night. And what annoys me is that the AFL can't stump up for one microphone just to be placed over the journalists. Because it's like listening to one side of a phone conversation. Yeah, yeah. You know when you'll, you'll sit there in silence for about 15 seconds yeah. and then the coach will go, I oh, said that, did he? <laughs> well, you can tell him to get stuck. Because I don't, and you're like, who said what? What did he say to you? I, I, didn't, I don't know. And you've got to, hopefully the coach repeats what they're saying. Otherwise, yep. you've got no idea what they're talking about. Mm. Um, couldn't they have like a portable mic that they could hand around? 
Seriously, just hang one above them. It doesn't need yeah. to be expensive one. I mean, look at I mean Wayne Jackson Studios. Obviously, there's millions of dollars in here. That's true, but that's yeah. for the broadcast yeah. rights. <laughs> but just just have one fucking microphone. Have an iPhone. Just have something in yeah, there yeah. Yeah. that we can all listen to. It's not that difficult, and it just annoys me. I mean, I know it's a footy nerd thing because who listens to press conferences? Mm-hmm. And I know they only use the clips from the players. But if you're listening to one, they're about nine minutes long. Mm-hmm. I just want to know what's being asked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that, Rosie. I don't, I don't think I disagree. I don't think it's a footy nerd thing. I think it's just common television communications. Well, because <laughs> well, a lot of times when they play it on the radio, they go, oh, let's go down to, you know, uh, Alistair Clarkson's press conference and you'll hear it, they come up and you just kind of faintly hear it like you're 700 metres away but you've got really supersonic hearing or something. Yep. And it's like, just get a microphone in there. It's not that hard. Hey, uh, what about the Blues performance? Johnny Barker said that they have a few passengers. Yeah, see, I thought that was interesting to say true? a few. Uh, <laughs> he should have picked out the non... Well, he did. He basically picked out the non-passengetic ones, to word. Uh, he said Mark Murphy, mm-hmm. True Grit, uh, Patrick Cripps, I think Cruz, 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 and Simon White. There were, I think, four players who were showing a little bit. The rest were just... They were just there for the entertainment. They were there for Bongo Camp. Oh, yep. Um, now, I read an article that uh, it's pretty much down to John Barker and Brendan Bolton Yeah, for the job. It's incredible. Do Which you think one? we should... What, what are your thoughts as, as a North Melbourne supporter? I'm, I'm surprised that Brendan Bolton's so far in front. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, he's... I'm with he, you on he, that. He, he, took, he took over Hawthorne for five matches. Great team. I mean, I could have coached Hawthorne yeah. for those five matches. <laughs> Let's be thing. serious. That's, he hasn't proven him. I don't think he's proven himself. No, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. It's just like anyone could have gone in there... And that fight, that Hawthorne side last year, I know they had some, you know, some... Uh, Adversity. But when one soldier falls over, yep. just another soldier comes up. Yep. That's a, so they murder someone and then <laughs> someone else comes in. But I'm just, like you're saying, yeah. it, it didn't matter who was there. You know, you could have put Mick Malthouse in there and they probably would have won. Uh, no, no, that's too far. <laughs> yeah, sorry. They, they did say in the same article that uh, Simon Lloyd, uh, Fremantle, yeah. had, had presented and... Mm. Uh, put in a somewhat average presentation. And oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It actually said it was an average presentation. I'm just wondering whether Simon Lloyd knows his PowerPoint or well, not. Well, yeah. That's a bit rude, isn't it, too? It's, it's, a, yeah, it's, it's a bit rude harsh. to leak that. I mean, do you think it was deliberate? <laughs> he's going, oh, I reckon we play uh, we play this guy at ten and a half four. They're going, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, didn't they talk about um, Damien Hardwick? He went for the Essendon job in the end of 07. Then they said that his PowerPoint... 07? Uh, yeah, no, I think it was 07. When did he... Oh, yeah, of course. I, th- I thought he'd been con- coaching a little bit longer. And yeah. something like his uh, his PowerPoint kind of broke down. Yeah. And so that's one of the reasons why he didn't get the job. That's incredible. So Matthew Knights got the gig ahead of Damien Hardwick. Had a working computer. Yeah. yeah. Well, Dim, Dim, sorry, Dimmer went for the North Melbourne job at the same time Brad Scott was interviewing oh, for yep. that. And I think Brad Scott had interviewed the day before and... JB, James Rainshaw just loved him. They'd pretty much all decided then. Yep. But still had to go th- do through due diligence and go through the process. Yeah. What did yeah. JB say about that? is very impressive. All my conversations, James Rainshaw, are with them. Yeah, I know. They just spent a lot of time together. And then, and then, so Dimmer's done. He's, he's, he's. They've interviewed him, and they didn't let him do the presentation. Oh. They just said thanks. We've had enough. Really? Didn't get to do the PowerPoint presentation. But he might have had really cool PowerPoint He tricks. might have had very good. He could have had some fades, no, some yeah. swipes. Mate, they'd heard from Essendon that he didn't yeah. know his PowerPoint. That's incredible. That would be quite affronting. To, to, to go in there and they just go, oh, don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because you would have spent some time on their list. You would have researched oh, a fair definitely. bit. definitely. You would have spent a lot of time working on it. 
oh. wasn't able to put forward his game plan. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty ordinary. That's quite incredible. Oh, well, he's done pretty well. And now I've been stuck with Brad Scott for seven years. Are you happy with Brad years. Scott? Uh, reasonably. Are there times when you just go... Times when I just throw my hands up in the air and roll my head back? Happen. Like, are you happy that he dropped Lindsay Thomas and, you know, things are starting to happen with the Kangas? I think it's been a long time coming. Yeah. Yeah. Were you happy that you got Jared Waite and, and Nick Del Santo and uh, Sean Higgins? Nick Del Santo, yes. Very yeah. happy when we got him. Sean Higgins, yes. Yeah. Jared Waite was always going to be that a controversial um, that decision. Yep. <laughs> um, mainly because Adam had to get a tattoo removed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think Jared's just Jared. I think we're we're starting to learn the frustrations that Carlton supporters have Welcome had over the last uh, eleven seasons. <laughs> yeah. Did he get booed yesterday? He did. He did. Great. But I think that was Carlton. Just I think they're like Pavlov's dog. Yep, I think yep. they, they were, they're just used to booing him. I think it's a problem. Well, when he's out there, we we like we just oh, it's just frustrating. <laughs> I mean, of all the players that you know we've lost in the last few years, I think he's the one we we're kind of least concerned about. You know, it, yeah. he wasn't going to take. You knew what you're getting with him. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And he's yeah. not going to help you to a flag, so it's no. all good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. So North is uh, sitting sixth at the minute um, on ten wins. Probably we two... are broadcasting during the Western Bulldogs Essendon game. Yeah, they're two games off. Uh, oh yeah, so if the doggies win that, they'll probably go up we'll, to. Yeah. They will go up. Yeah, to, we'll drop down. Uh, yeah, but you're two games off top four. So and you're cemented in the eight. Oh, well, not cemented. I don't know if cemented. No, no, no clagged. No. You clagged in the eight. Possibly paper mache. Paper mache. Okay, yeah, that's good. There's still crows and giants. Uh, I mean, giants are currently playing. Well, they're about to kick off shortly. Yeah. Um. So they're a nine, and they're they're yeah. It's still at the bottom of the eight. Still anyone's game really. I think with North, you just really never know mm. if we're going to win or but not. But you've got a very sweet run home, don't you? Yeah, well, we've got Melbourne next week, St Kilda, but then we play Western Bulldogs, Richmond and Fremantle, so the last three games oh, okay. aren't easy. Yeah. Right, so you will, if you make the finals, you will have earned it. Yeah, yeah. We'd need to beat one of Richmond and Fremantle, I reckon, to, yeah. to make it in. The really interesting thing to me is the way Collingwood's fallen off. So it's six games in a row? It is. Yep. So by that logic, they were eight and three. They would have been flying, you know, in round 11, and now they've... They're, they're, they're highly unlikely to make the finals. Yeah, well, they yeah. were eight and three last year, and then same went, thing happened. Yeah, went three and eight. Mm. I, I don't think, and I, I don't know how far back it goes, but they haven't won in July for about three or four years. Oh, okay. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> that's almost as good as you guys hadn't won in Australia. <laughs> wow, <laughs> we don't need to, mate. Um, yeah, it's pretty full on. Um, but, and of course, my mighty Hawthorne team went down to Richmond on Friday night. You would have enjoyed that, Adam? I did. I really did enjoy that. Um, when was the last time? Can you remember, Michael? Because you went goalless in the first and third quarters. Did we really? When's the last time the Hawks would have done that? Oh, I couldn't tell you that for sure. Uh, I can't say that I have that many stats tucked away in my head. Yeah. It's interesting, though. We only play Richmond like once a year for like the last seven years or something. And they've and done all right against they've got, you. They've got the wood on you. They have. They've beat us in 08. They beat us in 2012 and 2013. Yep. Um, but also in that time, we won three premierships and made four great finals. So I don't know if it's... Uh, yeah, oh, I yeah, think Richard yeah, are doing yeah, all right, yeah, though. <laughs> Were you upset with it? No, it just seems to me that Hawthorne have gone, this is a blip, this is a loss we needed to have. I think it's a bit like that. I think I've said on the podcast, because we have to keep on winning to get that top two spot, yeah. which we're kind of a little bit out of our grasp now. Well, Eagles would have to lose too. We'd have to keep winning the rest of them. Well, we you do... must be happy that the Eagles didn't win. Well, we do play the Eagles, and uh... oh, this this weekend. No, it's over there, uh, yeah, though, isn't it? We... Yeah, yeah, and I think the Eagles match. also have to play Freo at some stage. Yeah, so that could be two that so they could drop. Yeah, yeah, there's forty-four points. You'd be games. sneaking into top two, yeah. But yeah. also, I think if we 
yeah, if we if we didn't win any more, if we didn't lose any more games, I think it was going to be seventeen in a row or something. Yeah, if you win the flag, so that's too many. So let's have a little bump here. Yeah, no, good because you don't want to you don't want to win every game on the way to the flag, do you? <laughs> well, I mean, again, no, that sounds like I'm incredibly cocky that it's a it's a, it's a guaranteed thing. But you got to you know hope, hope your team does well. You do indeed, unless, As- unless of course, Adam. There's no need for that. As a neutral observer, I loved seeing Richmond beat Hawthorne. Yeah. That was fantastic. Loved seeing Cyril Rioli miss those two goals. Because oh. Bru- oh, <laughs> don't take it per- Bruce McAvoy, he was just ready to gush well, all over I, him. I was saying that he, was... Just went crazy. he took a mark inside 50 and it was just like a chess mark that he kind of jumped a little bit off the ground for. I and Bruce went it. crazy. He was yeah. just like... It's just a mark, Bruce. It's yeah. just over the top. And had he put it through, he would have gone full... Drop the, drop the voice down. Oh, yeah. full just drag Absolutely. queen. And just <laughs> Press red for jizz, it would have been. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had a bit of a, uh, a win through our emails and stuff, Adam, by the fact people keep on sending us, and it's very kind of them to do that. The Sydney footbridge. Yes. So this, uh, I think we might have talked about I think we've talked about we it We have before. talked about it. We didn't see photos of it. Yeah. But yeah. now we know what it looks like. Yeah. No, it's, it's a kind of footbridge that goes to the SCG, kind of goes over the... Over the freeway, yep. uh, just beside the park at Moore Park. Uh, Is that the Anzac Highway? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah it's quite spectacular. Um, but we've getting lots of updates about the footbridge. Um, on Twitter today, from uh, this is for Adelaide footbridge from Gordon Anderson. Thank you, Gordon. Our favourite footbridge, by yeah. the way. If anyone can top that. We had a, uh, an email from someone in Indonesia saying there's a lot of footbridges around Indonesia and not just to a sporting venue. They just love a footbridge. Yeah. It's so again. probably they saw Adelaide and went, fuck, man, how good's Adelaide? Everyone's talking about Adelaide. Let's do it in Jakarta. Um, we've got an update from Gordon Anderson. said, update from, from Radelaide. Just saw a guy on a bike get told off riding his bike on the footbridge. Mate, can't ride on here. Because it's a footbridge. Well, it just, I mean, they build it and people just, they shit on it. Yeah. Don't take, don't ride your bike on the footbridge. Denigrate mate. it. Show it some respect. But back to the Sydney footbridge. And we had a look at it and it kind of has, you know, those circles that... Basically, it's like if you're doing 300 kilometres an hour, you need these big... Because it has those circles before you get off it. Yeah, it's it like does, an off-ramp, yeah. has it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, almost like a slow-down off-ramp. It's yeah. like, how quick are people going across the Sydney footbridge? What? What's going on over there? Well, well, Sydney is quicker than Melbourne, Adam, so yeah. you know, they do need to speed I just reckon they're just uh, flashing their cost-of-living allowance around. They go, yeah, well, we can put some turns in our footbridge. Yeah, it kind of kind of gets in the way. It makes the trip actually a bit longer. Oh, it extends your trip. Yeah. yeah. It makes you walk from, like, four minutes to 4.45. Um, it's but ridiculous. We did, we did get an, uh, an email from uh, Guy Berry this uh, a few weeks ago now, and the Adelaide footbridge had actually won the Adelaide City Council Architecture Award for 2015. So congratulations to all the people oh, of Adelaide. That is fantastic. And we got on board pretty early on in that footbridge too. We basically... We've been tri- triumphing it. Yeah, I mean the footbridge happened because of us. Yeah, basically, yeah. Because uh, we've actually been quite getting quite a few emails, uh, Adam, of late. A lot of people seeing a lot of cool people in real life. Yeah, because we put the call out to let us know when you see a footballer in real life. Uh, and there's a great one that we got from, um, uh, pardon me, from Adrian. Uh, Adrian Furby, thank you, Adrian. He got quite the list. Uh, Jason McCartney. Is he, is he a stalker? <laughs> I was going to say, oh, he well, sounds no. like he's yeah. having a fair bit of time. Jason, <laughs> Jason McCartney at South Melbourne Market. He was buying fruit and veggies. He drove a BMW X5. That Ooh. was when he was still playing at North, so that's, that's a bit of go. Doing well. Um, Scott Pendlebury at Albert Park Primary School, lining up to vote the last state election. <laughs> Pendles, out to vote. I wonder if he was wearing a beanie. He loves a beanie, Pendles. He does. He brought his dog with him too. Ah, oh, the dog can't vote. Uh, 
Who did he vote for? That's a good question. Yeah, we should have Has seen he, who he ta- we should have asked who he uh, took the handouts from. Exactly. Yeah, whether he was silky in the booth. So he must he must live in that area. That must be his electorate. Yeah. So he, unlike Travis Cloak, he doesn't give away where he lives. Yeah. <laughs> we, we need our listeners to give that away. <laughs> uh, Nick Rewald at the George Hotel in South Melbourne. He looked like he was waiting for someone. He looked pretty bored. Oh. That's disappointing. Yeah. I would have thought. You know, he's got he's got the wife. He's got the kid. What's he yeah. doing now? What, who's he waiting for? This is a very interesting one. Dennis Pagan at Pellegrini's in Burke Street. Pellegrini, that's the coffee and pasta place, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, Melbourne stalwart, traditional. Um, this is while he was coaching Carlton. A few of the staff there barracked for Carlton, and he would let them know if the team was going to win that week. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fucking easy. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> they just asked me to go, nah. no. Apparently, he usually knew before the game if the team were up for it. Mind you, tipping that Carlton were going to lose a Jared Payton <laughs> wasn't that hard. Thank you, Adrian. <laughs> well, that's interesting because that is a, a very, um, well, it's an Italian restaurant. Carlton's pretty much run by the mafia. So yes. maybe he was going in there, a little bit of salary on the side, perhaps. Uh, no, or maybe some free pasta. There's the best one here. Uh, it said uh, Gary Ablett Sr. and Ricky Nixon having a coffee at the bakery below Ricky's Tars in Bay Street the same Good. week they were caught punching on the laneway. <laughs> Good. So, so now we know what the fight was about. It was oh, over a Vegemite scroll. That was the ultimate sitcom, wasn't it? Yep. Ricky Nixon and Gary Ablett Senior living together. How does that come about? I have no idea. I've I no mean, idea. you know what? At no level is it good. And then why are they fighting? Oh, you know, like in, uh, someone doesn't put the toilet seat down. Yeah, or true. If you're living together, Michael. The original odd couple. Yeah. But if you, if you saw them fighting in a laneway, <laughs> do you... Do you try and stop the fight, or do you go? I just want to see where this where this oh, goes. Oh, you'd be taking bets, wouldn't you? You'd just be... oh, you don't stop it. No, 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 no. You encourage no. it. You get autographs. You take photos. <laughs> that would be oh man, that 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 would be awesome. People would be lining up to see Ricky Nixon get his head punched. You know in. what those two should do as a little bit of a uh, just a, a an investment kind of thing mm. is you have an Airbnb. <laughs> thing going on so you get to stay with Ricky and, and God <laughs> every like weekend a bit like the weekend at Warwick's yeah yeah so every weekend you come down you watch the footy yeah. so say you're an interstater you've come over from Adelaide you're going to watch the Crows or, or Port over here and you stay with God and Ricky Nixon <laughs> what a fucking weekend that would be <laughs> the stories you're taking back home uh, you're pretty excited um, Ricky Nixon I mean, I does stay there. I live in Melbourne. I would stay there. Ricky Nixon does like his investments. There's a cafe near where I work in Collingwood, and there's a, a property development happening, and there's a brochure for the property development. And you lift up the brochure, and on the bottom of the pile, there's uh, one that's sticky taped uh, to the to the tin thing. It's got, if you're interested in this property, call me, Ricky Nixon, and his mobile number. Really? Yeah. Everyone's got a finger in property. He's the Charlies. They're on. They just said property. Dennis <laughs> <laughs> Pagan. We talked last week. Oh, he yes. does real estate. Yep. I'm surprised you guys didn't know. He's a real estate agent. Yeah. I, I think I knew his son was, yeah. but I didn't know Pagan had gone back to it. Yeah, Dennis Maybe and Ryan. Yeah. yeah, it's his one true love. Oh, I'd love to buy a house off him. <laughs> Did you know Ryan? Ryan Pagan? Because you grew up knew, in an area. No, I didn't know Ryan. Knew him, obviously, when he played through. Played, got drafted to North Melbourne. Oh, okay. knew, knew who he was, but not know him personally, no. Well, on the topic of footballers in real life, you had... Have Are you going to say Deliance? A <laughs> personal relationship with one of your North Melbourne heroes. I do, yeah. I was uh, very privileged to go on uh, Anthony Stevens' Bucks night. Awesome. Back- now, obviously, you were mates with him. You don't just buy this. This isn't like a part of a package. <laughs> We, um, you knew Steve-O. I knew Steve-O, yeah. yeah. Steve-O uh, lived in East Keeler at the time. Okay. EK. And I lived in uh, East Keeler at the time too. Like we'll we'll uh, gloss over the fact that I was probably about 26, 27, still living at yeah. home with mum. Yeah, but good. he lived di- diagonally behind us with, was that his, near with JB, his mum. Was that near JB Hi-Fi? 
Uh, no, it was on the other side of uh, Miliara Road. Yep. Yep. But that is the original JB Hi-Fi. That's very good knowledge there. I know JB's son. Closed down now. Yeah. No longer Yeah, yeah. The original JB's gone. They ran out of business and kept throwing (laughs) hammers through the window. (laughs) (laughs) So how do you become friends with Steve? So just after... So a group of mates and I would go to the footy every week, which we still do. We went to the uh, 96 grand final night function uh, after we won the premiership. And, yeah, I was just chatting to Steve over there, and I said, oh, I'm a local, I live in East Kill. I knew he lived where he lived. Yeah. I'd stalked him, so yeah. <laughs> this was just my introduction to him, and said, oh, I just live diagonally behind you. He said, oh, you should come round sometime. And I was like, really? And he said, yeah, 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 come round. Very down-to-earth, casual guy. Also very pissed. He's just won a grand final. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't take him his word yeah, there, but you have. Literally, yes. Have, yeah. So I was round there on a Sunday morning. Yeah. He wasn't home, surprisingly. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, under the tunnel. Yes. And... Um, yeah, so I caught up with him over the summer. He used to go back up to um, uh, Tatura, where he's from, mm-hmm. over over summer when they had a break. And so you just wandered over and just knocked on the door? Yeah, yeah. Just had a yeah. few cans with you or something? No, 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 no drinking beer. Just said hello and stuff like that and had a bit of a chat. And yeah. How weird was that? Very bizarre. Yeah. Like really like, strange. You the to go, can we, can we be better? Can we, exactly. Can we be friends? <laughs> yeah. And um, I don't know how. I don't really don't know how how it sort of trans transpired. Well, it sounds like, but it sounds like he's pretty desperate. So you were you became friends. <laughs> and so it was in the lead up to him getting married. And he said, "You should come along to my bucks night." And again, I was sort of like, "Really?" So like, how long have you known him at this stage? When he's not said, come long, to my not bucks? long at all. Months, few months, three, four months, or something so like that. So you've been over there for beers. You'd hung out a little bit, or yeah, hung out a little bit. But we're not. We weren't best buddies. Not bucks invite buddies. Not bucks invite buddies. Okay. Right. But I was uh, I was happy to oblige. So. Um, you know, I'd have a story down the track to yeah. tell. So, and um, and this was the marriage. This was the marriage, the to, marriage. to to Kelly Stevens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And I, I I don't know much about it, but I would say that there would be an unending love. Am I right? Are they still together? <laughs> they're divorced. I, are they? What? Yeah, they unfortunately. Why would divorced. they get divorced? Yeah. I see no reason for two people who are in love <laughs> to get divorced, Michael. Oh, but anyway, so you went to the Bucks. Yep. By yourself, like only knowing Steve-O? Really only knowing Steve-O. Um, and I think I'd met his brother Gary and his other brother Michael. Yep. Uh, who played for Port Adelaide and then played for North later on. Mm-hmm. But really only sort of knew them. So I was very much on the outer and feeling quite uncomfortable. Yeah, and, totally. Yeah, just I shouldn't be here. I really should be going sort of thing. Um, but I hung around. Um, where did you go? Where did it kick off? So we went to a pub uh, up the top of uh, Elizabeth Street. You know where the big roundabout is? Oh, yeah. Up there. I can't remember what the name oh, the of the turf pub. club. Might have been. Mm. Might have been. Um, that's where it started. Yep. Uh, it got very messy very early. You know, typical... How many Kangas footballers? Not many Kangas footballers there. Mark Roberts was there, Fridge Roberts. Yep. Uh, probably out with uh, Kelly. Glenn Archer. <laughs> <laughs> so Archer was there. Glenn Archer was there. Shinbone of the century. Um, before you ask, Wayne Carey was not there. Um, I just find that weird that as a football uh, club, that you're very tight, that you just go, it'd be bl- almost a blanket invitation to a buck. To everyone, yeah. Well, also, they talked about part of the spirit of that team was that they were... Always, always hanging together. out together. They what go. month was this? Is this uh, off-season? Uh, yeah, off-season, yep. yep. Um, yeah, I think it was mostly just his mates from up Shepparton Way, basically, okay. and a few yep. a few footballers and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and it was just... It was a typical Bucks night, you yep. know. Strippers, what? drunk guys, yep. broken yeah. glass. Uh, book club. Book, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Took our knitting. 
Yeah. Um, and then you also had a relation. You still have a relationship with Steve Allen? No, you? Yeah. no, no, wouldn't. Um, so how, how long after? So how long no. after were you mates? Like yeah, the Bucks? Oh, as long as he sort of lived in yeah in, in East Keela, and I I was there. I probably moved out not long after that, twelve yep. months or something like and that. And that was yeah. over. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it doesn't write. No. So just clarify, very disappointing. Uh, you were twenty eight when you moved out of the place, <laughs> circa twenty eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so you're telling a story about uh, Steve Kernahan as well on the t- topic of football. On top of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, I was running my own graphic design business, uh, and this is going back uh, mid '90s, I think it must have been. Oh, so sticks at his at his peak. Oh, at oh, yeah. his absolute peak. Yeah, at his '95 peak. And uh, and Vizzy uh, had just started up a, a recycling, or they hadn't just started up, but they were doing recycling to offices. Uh-huh. So he rang up and wanted one of those big blue wheelie bins to put, you know, the paper in from the colour laser printers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I just rung up and said, you know, just start up my own business, want to get one of these recycling bins, do the right thing by the environment. And they put me on to the sales rep, Stephen, who I didn't know was Stephen Kernahan, and I'd left him... So hang on, Carlton were pretending to hire people... Even like back then. Oh, this, is, this, is before, this is before the Judd Vizzy deal. Yeah, this right. is way back ago, when. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> Peter McKenna still worked there at the time, I think, too. Really? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Collingwood ex, player? Ex, yeah. yeah. Slash singer? Working. Yep. Slash commentator? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'd left oh, probably half a dozen phone calls for this sales rep, Stephen, to organise one busy recycling bin. Did you not pick it up from his voice message? Well, I couldn't get on to him. This was before mobiles. Oh, okay. So I'm just leaving messages, you know, receptionists and say, yeah, I'll get him to call you. You know, two weeks would go by, I'd ring up another one again. He finally got back to me. He said, oh, look, I'm I'm really sorry I didn't get back to you. There's a journalist named Cameron hassling me and I thought it was you. Yep. Cam. Yep. Sorry, journalist. <laughs> and then we finally managed to arrange a time for him to come did out. Did you know it was Sticks then? Yes, then okay, I did. right. Then I did. So then I was excited because my grandma buried for Carlton, my dad buried for Carlton. Yep. This is fantastic. Yeah. And finally uh, arranged a time for him to come out and drop the, visi- the recycling bin off. And I'd been waiting about an hour and a half and I had a meeting at like... You know, it was 1.30. Yeah. I had a meeting to go to at 3. Yeah. I thought, I can't wait any longer. I've got to go. Lo and behold, he turns up. And so, Classic oh, Sticks. I know. Saves a day. <laughs> Always saves a day. I wonder where uh, do you reckon David Kernahan had the same deal? He oh. worked in the he worked on the floor at Busy. <laughs> yeah, he worked in the in the work in the, the, <laughs> in the factory the factory floor. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of uh, not footballers in real life, but footballers' parents in real life. Yeah. I went to the game on Friday. JJD, how is he? Did not see. What? I did not see. Jack Gunson. That's why dad. they lost. Well. Oh. And I did. It's okay, connected. so. I did go down, I did what I did last time, because okay. I, I figured that he's switching ends to the direction Hawthorne's kicking. Uh-huh. So I did go down during one quarter and have a look for him, but I couldn't find him. Now, either, he might be gravely ill, <laughs> <laughs> or I just hope he hasn't gone corporate. You know, once he gets the oh, AFL the job, AFL gig, becomes yeah, a fat right. cat. Yeah. He's up there on the second level. Yeah, he's gone, seats. he's gone MCC. It's not good enough for yeah, me. Yeah, he goes, I don't, need, I don't need Chamber anymore. Yeah. So if you're listening, JGG, I hope you're okay. Then come on back, mate. Come on back. Now someone sent in a photo recently of J. No, uh, hang on. JGM. Yes, yes. So I'll, I'll try and find that. I'll try and find that. Acronym, acronym correct. correct. Yeah. A few weeks ago, uh, it will just update now. So uh, we did get a picture of Jack Gunston's mum. Now I recognised that acronym, but I didn't recognise the other the other mums. So that this, were there. Is, uh, this is uh, at footy for the day. Um, thank you very much for this. Uh, and, um, and this is against the Swans, wasn't it? So yeah, ANZ. Yeah. So I spotted at ANZ. There's a picture of a, a guy and two ladies, yep. uh, and it said, 
JGM, mm-hmm. so Jack Gunson's mum. Yep. Uh, ISD, Isaac Smith's dad. Uh huh. And LBD. Oh well, that's that's a that's a woman. So anyway. Hey, hey, it could be, it could be Caitlyn Jenner type thing Luke, Luke, with Luke, Luke Bruce, Bruce Luke, mum slash dad. Luke Bruce, Luke Bruce, dad. He may be for an, anyway, there, it was a photo of two women and a man, so maybe that would be a typo. Yeah. But uh, thank you, Footy for Friday. So I don't know how they know that that is their parents. They must have an inside knowledge because they're not exactly recognised. Not like yeah, buddy, but maybe you know how you recognise Buddy's dad? Yes, and, well, because uh, he's been on... On all the coverage, whenever yeah, they, whenever yeah, it again. Yeah, buddy's yeah. dad, you see him. Yeah, anywhere. but maybe like Isaac Smith's mum runs like a gazelle. Like she was running to get to her seat, and I went, Man, it's <laughs> yeah, same game. Isaac, the gate, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we appreciate that. Keep an eye out for it. Keep an eye out for parents. I'm loving this. Yeah, no, I do really enjoy. It. Yeah, we haven't heard. We, we need to know. I need a cloaky update, like Mister Cloak. Oh well, he we got. He's meet. been quiet of late, hasn't he? Yeah, there's been no contract negotiations exactly, for him yeah. to fuck up. So doesn't need to wear his Mike's Hard Lemonade T-shirt. Yeah. He just can sit quietly in the background. <laughs> well, we got a tweet, I think it was, saying that he enjoyed eating at the McDonald's at Eastland Shopping Centre. Of course he did. <laughs> of course, think a dude had seen him a couple of times. Should we go through the games, Adam? Well, why not quickly? Because yeah, I want to sure. talk about the Gold Coast draw over uh, with West Coast. That is phenomenal. First draw of the season. There's oh, always yeah. one. Sorry, I, 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 I can't believe that they did that. Like, how much? How much would West Coast have been playing? The Gold Coast have been rubbish this year. They're without yeah. Ablett. Yeah. And then to manage to pull off a draw against, you know, people are saying that potential premiership team, the West Coast. Yep. Or grand finalists. Well, Eddie was saying it's as good as a win. And it, it literally came down to like the final four seconds. Yes, Tom Lynch's goal yeah. after, uh, like just before the siren. But I, I just think when a coach is saying that a draw is as good as a win, you, you're fucked. You can't, <laughs> you can't say that, mate. You can't. Oh, although if you drew, no, you're not going to make. I was going to say if you drew 22 games, would that get you into the finals? That'd be 44 points. That would get it would you have in. Yeah, that would yeah. get you in. <laughs> then, Edie, you're onto something. That's your aim to draw. <laughs> so if they, if it, like at uh, the seven-minute mark of the first quarter, it's nine all, yeah. you just go to lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone behind the ball. <laughs> yeah, just ball up after ball up. Um, so Hawthorne lost to Richmond by three goals on the weekend on Friday night. Yeah, and it was a great game from Delidio. They kind of they jumped you early, but then you guys came back. But Richmond... They did very well, but they were always going to try and do well after last week's uh, brain fade against mm. Freo. Good they're on They're the real deal, Tykes. They really you are, aren't they? they? Yeah, I think, I think they are. The real, real they're, deal? No, maybe not the real, real deal. Yeah, but just a real they, They've deal. moved past the teasing. Yeah. Have they? Yeah, I reckon they have. Let's talk about this again in September. Well, I think, I mean, they probably need to win a final. Be the third year in a row, Adam, though, yes. they make the no, final. So they're not no. just making it one year, they're then absolutely disappearing for ten. But they need, they need to win a final. Hmm. Um, Geelong defeated Brisbane quite comfortably. Brisbane uh, are in uh, more trouble than Cecil the Lion. They are, <laughs> they are struggling. Uh, Queensland football struggling, isn't it? Yeah, well, Dane yep. Beams, uh, they, were, they were talking about maybe he was going to have to go in for shoulder surgery, but he came out and played and then injured it again. So he's gone for the season. That just hasn't... It's just it's been a disaster for Brisbane. They've had so many injuries. They're yeah. just losing everyone. They're talking about they're going to lose James Aish at the end of the season. People are leaving because yep. they don't like Brisbane. Yep. It's like, you know what? If they want people to stay in Brisbane, I reckon Brisbane Lions buy uh, like a 44-room house for Jonathan Brown and all the players <laughs> go and stay with Brownie. Yep. You have a crowny with Brownie every night. Have a crowny with Brownie, yep. And no one's fucking leaving. Yeah, everyone's hanging around. Yeah. Um, Collingwood uh, lost to Melbourne. 
Great win from Melbourne. Yeah, we need Very to pump good. them up, don't yep. we? Yeah. yeah that's it's a fantastic win. Because people were saying, you know, uh, they'd won more games in the last two seasons, but still, had they progressed or anything, mm. fantastic win. They they did it easily. They won by six goals in the end. Challenged twice. And yeah. yeah. Reese said, uh, said that Melbourne are still a destination club. So, right, you know, yeah. people, you know, when they're leaving their club, they come out of contract, they are still tempted to go to Melbourne. Hasn't been proven yet, but yeah. they still... No, they're tempted. <laughs> they're tempted, and then they move on to a better team. But it's d- just, to, just to leverage the contract <laughs> yeah, up with yeah, another yeah, club. Yeah, the D's are off to me 600. Yeah, pa- Patrick Dangerfield's going to go to Melbourne, is he? Do Melbourne, <laughs> and I love this, do Melbourne have a war chest? That's what I need to know. Uh, they can break open and try and yeah, see people. Yeah, I love a good war chest. Yeah. <laughs> Richmond have a war chest. Don't Geelong have a war chest? They do have a they war are, chest. They are building a war chest mm. for Patrick yeah. Dangerfield. <laughs> Richmond say they have a war chest. Uh, They've had theirs for three years now. The yeah, Tigers. they've just been, they've been, been just circling. What the hoarding. fuck are you waiting for? <laughs> Open your war chest. <laughs> um, and then Sydney defeated Adelaide by 52 points. Pretty comfortable pretty win. Yeah, it was a pretty easy win in the end. At the SCG, which is nice to see. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, did you see three third quarter at the seven-minute mark? Everyone stood up and gave an applause. Ah, yeah, gave uh, applause for, for Goodsy. And no, Woods. I didn't. Yeah, yeah to kind of link with the number oh, 37. So it was quite quite a sweet moment, actually. Yeah. What did you think of the Swans' jumpers? I thought their Vs came down far too low. I actually, for a while, was looking at the game and going, oh, that's interesting. Sydney. Too low and too thick. Yes. What What was that in aid of? Was that a, a retro jumper? I think or? it was, yeah. yeah. It was be, ridiculous. Because it didn't have no the... No wonder they got kicked out of South Melbourne with stupid jumpers like that. It didn't have the Opera House symbol on it. It was a traditional jumper. But you know it's weird. But even it was way too low. It was almost like it's belly about, button, and it's about double the thickness of the normal yeah. red V like that the they had comes in South just Melbourne. Below your nips normally, if you're wearing yeah. like yeah. your sternum, I think. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, it's a, a throwback to you know the current jumpers, new and improved. This one back in the old days, and black don't and like white. it. Don't ever do it again. I'm tucking it into their pants. That was the problem. Yeah, it's like yeah. tucking and your tie into your pants, and their caps fell yeah, off. But I found what I found really strange. I was watching it, and I said, "Oh, that's weird." Sydney are wearing like a like a an away Guernsey or something like that. Yes, and I was thrown like by that. the fact that they were wearing white. And then I realised, oh no. That's what they wear. Sydney's jumper yeah. is white. You been watching mm. footy long? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Did they have red shorts? That's very strange. Remember when the Bombers used to wear red shorts? Yeah. That kind of, and Hawthorne had the like very gold. 80s yep. yeah. shorts. And the doggies were red as well. Uh, as in, like, a, an alternative Guernsey? Yeah, no, like, when they'd... Uh, the red shorts were away. Did they? In yeah. the 80s? Yeah. Oh, maybe not the 80s, but definitely in the 70s. Yeah, right. Um, when Colour TV came in, people were fascinated by colours. Now, let me see. North Melbourne, uh, pretty comfortable win over... Oh, come on. We came back in the second quarter. Over Carlton. Uh, and then GWS and Eagles... Uh, sorry, G- Gold Coast and Eagles drew. Um, Port and St Kilda today. Adelaide Oval. Port smashed them. Port very comfortable Can win. Port make the finals? They're two games out, or a game and a half, I think. They are currently on eight wins. So, eight... Uh, you're on nine if you're in the eight. So you can. They can. Yeah. And they had a good percentage boost today, which is what you need. I think the thing is it's not mathematically impossible yet. No, that's no, that's, hear, that's the key. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think the only one that you'd... Uh, well, it's still not mathematically impossible, but I think down to 13. St Kilda's on six. So then you have two teams above them on eight uh, and then a couple other games. Hang on. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you're ruling Carlton out. Uh, I think is that what I'm hearing? Uh, I think I'm going to have to at this stage, Adam. Now, just as I did in round three. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so down to 12th are all in a chance. That's exciting. Uh, in the hunt for the eight, yeah. Uh, and then we have uh, the 
Bulldogs are doing it pretty comfortably against the Bombers. They're about yep. 50 points up now, about halfway through the third. The Doggies are going to play finals. If you had told me that at the start of the season, I would have said, you're a fucking tool. Mm. Get out of my fucking face. Okay. I was well, very angry about it. I'm glad <laughs> I didn't happy. say that to you, yeah, Adam. Yeah, that's um, very yeah. aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> but that's great for the Doggies. I mean, no one expected this when they got Luke Beveridge in. They were talking about, you know, another year of building and yeah. new game plan. That's a great effort. They've turned lost, on. lost their coach, lost their captain. Mm. Yeah. Lost uh, Tom Liberatore as well yes. to injury. Yes. Kearney. Really turned it round. Yeah. But oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Adam Kearney was a loss, let's be honest. Wow. Come on. Lost Higgins? Lost Higgins. They lost Liam Jones. I mean, how they've, <laughs> how they've covered Liam Jones. Like, how, how the Western Bulldogs Footscray Reserves are coping with that is just anyone's guess. <laughs> and finally, we have uh, Frio and Giants that's kicked off. Over at Domain. Are, uh, are they starting to taper a little bit, you know, getting ready for the finals? If, if this was a final, Nat Fife would have played, don't you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, so yeah. just starting to give people rest. Will Ryan Crowley play in the prelim? He's back at training. Well, they, they do have the luxury. The Freo do have the luxury of they can drop two games even, three games even. Yeah, and still okay. probably be in that top two spot. So they can, uh, they can now begin to definitely rest people and give yep. them a break and, you know, maybe not make them travel over to Melbourne and the like, you know. So It'd be good if they could drop the game against North. I reckon that'd be work out well. Yeah, 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 great. <laughs> nice. You playing in Melbourne or Perth? Uh, here, I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, we will head off. Thank you very much, Cameron, for uh, joining you. us. It's fantastic. Uh, for all the people out there, we are Pod at Gmail and on Twitter and Facebook. Send us all the information that you want. Um, if you're going to send us footballers in real life, maybe email that so it's not public. It doesn't become stalking. Yes. Yeah, yeah. because, <laughs> yeah. you know, don't say, you know, <laughs> sort of Juddy down this shop in particular. Oh, yeah. I'm out in front of Juddy's Well, house. no, if it's Juddy, let me know. <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, we'll see you next week. Go Hawks. Go Tigers. Go Roos. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.